This week's guest is an award-winning illustrator, an award-winning author, an award-winning comedian. It's none other than Aoife Dooley. I've known Aoife a couple of years now and she's just a great person. We had a brilliant chat. Luckily, I was actually involved in Aoife's animated series for the RTE player, Your One Nikita. Of course, I did a couple of voices, a few impressions. Yeah, she's she's brilliant. An unbelievably talented person as well. She's got such a bright future ahead of her. She's won the 30 Under 30 Comedian Award in 2017. Just last year, she won the 123 Ireland, her children's book won the Specsavers Children's Book of the Year Award. Like, unbelievable talent. She's published three books so far. We cover everything. Obviously, she was diagnosed with autism in 2017, and we have a, a really good chat about that. And also, we talk about the unbelievable compliment that iconic Irish writer Roddy Doyle gave her in 2017, which was just amazing for her. Aoife is brilliant. I really hope you enjoy this podcast. Have a good weekend, folks. Welcome to the Impressionable Hour with Al Foran, episode six with Aoife Dooley. Aoife, how are you keeping? What's the story, Al? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. This whole podcast has been kind of recorded throughout this quarantine period. So it's kind of every, every, every week, each guest kind of, you know, it's I, I, I just give them a little, you know, oh, yeah. Nothing much, really. <laughs> I know, I'm the exact same. It's like, you don't even know what to be talking to people about anymore. It's like, you have literally yeah. no news whatsoever. <laughs> it's, it's mad. Like, oh, I've seen a board the other day. That, that's all. Like, you know, you have nothing to talk to people about. <laughs> it, it is. It's, it, listen, it's a strange time, but I suppose it's a creative enough time for for folks like like me and you and many others that are on social media and like especially yourself because you're you're an award-winning author illustrator you're a comedian you, you fill a lot of categories Eva, an unbelievably talented individual oh thanks Al. no you yeah, know <laughs> i'm actually kind of i'm actually doing so you jesus like what i what i think it was said but <laughs> uh, yeah it's, it's really weird um i'm finding it kind of i know like people are dying to get back outside again i am yeah. too obviously but at the same time, I've been finding it kind of peaceful and really easy to work. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's, I don't know if you've been feeling that as well, but it's kind of, I don't know. It's like you have your own space or something. Mm. It's like, I don't know if it's because people are kind of working from home and there's not that many emails coming through or people calling you for things. It's yeah. just kind of a bit more like, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a nicer, I, nicer environment to work in, which sounds really weird, but like, I don't know. I'm finding it yeah. much easier to work. There's not much a, uh, noise going on around the place the building around us was a uh, stopped for weeks as well so yeah that was really good and you know so it was kind of yeah well you're based in, what, you're based in the city center center in dublin as well aren't yeah, you yeah 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 so it's a uh, it's it's weird it's kind of like living in the country now it's so quiet like it's weird that it's, it's like the country, not even messing like you'd never think that about town <laughs> no you wouldn't like you really wouldn't and it's it's mad because it's so quiet at night now that like I used to be able to, like, if I went down to my auntie's house and stayed in her house, she just lives down the country, like, but if I stayed in her yeah. house, like, um, like, literally can't sleep for the night because it's too yeah. quiet. And for the first few nights when they like, went into lockdown, I couldn't sleep for a couple yeah. of nights because it was way too quiet. It was weird. It was really weird. But, um, yeah, now it's kind of, you know, there's a karaoke going on in the flats and all up the road every day and all, all these kind of things. So <laughs> it is annoying, but at the same time, it's kind of nice because uh, yeah. it was too you well it's it's showcasing the, the the human spirit as well i mean absolutely yeah you've seen that video as well in rings end oh know, yeah yeah exactly where, where they're playing bingo you know yeah <laughs> I'm that. i mean my, my my grandmother uh is from rings end as well so they, they are they, there's there's a lot of those kind of characters down there that you know would, oh yeah no, absolutely you know, it would lighten up any very traditional kind of characters that would lighten up anyone's mood and playing oh, yeah. it was just it's it's a unique thing and I'm sure a lot of people looking in from the outside looking at Ireland in that in that sense like they must be thinking oh my god these guys are just <laughs> how do they oh, do it? it's it's they're doing bingo everywhere as well I think they're doing bingo up where Carl's Nana lives as well it's yeah all over like it's great it's a great idea though if I wouldn't mind playing bingo like half the time I'd be jealous of them off the road but in between between the like there's so many like family quizzes like we, there's a family quiz i do a family quiz on 
the foreign side um, every Thursday. I did one with my mom's side. My mom's side now is a huge family. We did that about two weeks ago. And I was the quiz master. And I think there was about 13 or 14 screens. And just the absolute stress of being the quiz master. And trying oh, to no. over it. I had to mute them all. You know, I had to I had to mute every single one of them, you know. Oh, I would not be able for that now. Like I had like a video call. I was helping someone out with a college project there the other day. But uh, yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, can you help me out with a college project? I was like, yeah, of course. And um, basically, I, I didn't know there was that many people going to be on the call. So I went on the call. There was loads of people. But I was just like, <laughs> hello. I haven't talked to this many people before on a video call. But hello. It's weird. <laughs> it's not awkward. It, it is weird. It's the social okay. norm. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> but, oh, absolutely. But listen, obviously, the, you're one Nikita. It's been going like the. It's kind of a character that you've you've made up in the last, say, four four or five years. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. So, yeah. And that, is that kind of where you started in terms of media, in terms of like social media? Yeah, so like I would have been kind of, it would have really started off in like 2014, 15, but I'd been yeah. working on all that kind of stuff in the background in college beforehand. So the first yeah. kind of like Nikita related stuff I would have done would have been in, I think, 2012 in Colossal Dooley, 2011, 2012. And then it kind of like, yeah. moved into DIT. And I didn't think, I, I never kind of thought of it as a social media thing. It was just something that I enjoyed doing, yeah. like comic strips and those kind of things. And yeah. I just, I started posting my work up because uh, I think it was just one of my lecturers said something about like, you know, putting yourself out there and, you know, people recognizing your work mm. and stuff like that. So I just started to do it. And then, uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting it, like half the stuff to go for. And I wasn't, you know, yeah. I don't think I was really ready for it at the time either. Do you know that kind of way? I was kind of yeah. it was overwhelming, you know. Because uh, yeah, I thought people who would like me work with my friends and my family. So to have like a like blow up sometimes and like loads of people comment on a thousand people, you'd be just like, Oh god. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was mad, like it was mad. Incredible, but it was a very, a very relatable character as well. You won the key to like it the typical kind of Dublin the Dublin girl, you know. Yeah, yeah. That just appreciated appreciated the, you know, a, a Chinese takeaway on a Saturday night while watching the X Factor. Just led that kind of, you know, that simple kind of life in a sense as well. Exactly. You know, and, say, and that's, that's kind of the appeal. You know, it's it's in that sense, it's it's relatable. You know, because I, I spoke to Rory Stories a few weeks ago as well, and he started off doing kind of it was blogs as well on on the GAA, and then it kind of transcended into him making videos and uploading videos, you know? Yeah, it's mad where it kind of like takes you because you, you don't really kind of, like for, for me, that was for, the only reason I was posting up was because everyone else in my course um, had either got a job in a graphic design agency or they mm. went off to do something else or they went over to the States to study graphic design or like to get a job over there in, in that field. And uh, I couldn't get a job anywhere because even though I studied and got a degree in graphic design, I wanted to be an illustrator. Yeah. So when I left, there's no kind of like jobs that you'd go in. Like, you know, there's no, you wouldn't go into a company as an illustrator. You'd go yeah. in as a graphic designer and then like illustration is a bonus kind of thing. Like, you know, if you're good at that, that's good too. But uh, there's no job titles like in, in offices or, or companies with like just the, you know, illustrator. Yeah. So I was like, oh crap, can't find it. And like, and I didn't get like a job or it and over that somewhere. I just decided to kind of just draw all the time. Because yeah. uh, I, I needed a break kind of like after college like with my mom and all like passing away like halfway yeah. through it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to like, you know, take a break over this whole summer and just do my own thing. So I started post up, posting up the illustrations online then because it was just kind of more so like a, like a vlog for myself, like same kind of thing, like mm-hmm. where it was just, you know, I just wanted to post up and have like, you know, a, a thing that was like, it was current and kept up with what was going on, like with other social yeah. media stuff and, and what was going on in the news and all that. And, it was just kind of fun to do. And that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I enjoyed. I wasn't expecting it to get picked up like the way it did, you know, that kind of way. So it's mad. But it did. And, and it's, I mean, yeah. listen, we, we'll get to what it's become. It's kind of become a bit of a phenomenon in that sense. It's gone everywhere. Do you know what I mean? You've, you've created something brilliant, you know? And, and I think how it kind of, it progressed on was you brought your, out your debut book, How to Be Massive in 2016, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And like that, yeah. that must have, that must have been, that's an unbelievable achievement. Oh, absolutely. It's a, I, I, I couldn't believe that like now. That was something that I probably thought that yeah. I'd be only kind of doing now for the first time. Like it kind of, 
I felt like it was too good to be true what happened. Yeah. Like, I didn't I didn't believe it at the time. I was uh, at the I was at yeah. the opening night to that. Yeah, it was oh, that was great. Brighton. I went all out for that. Oh, I was like a bridezilla with that though. I was like, I want the best party ever. I just <laughs> want to have a big mad party because I was just oh I just it was my dream, you know, that kind of way. So I yeah. didn't think it like that would ever happen. So like not for a couple of years anyway, but uh, yeah. it was uh, it was weird. But to think about that, like look at that that time span between when you finished up college and you were saying that you couldn't get like jobs anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was difficult for you, so you just stuck to the illustrations and obviously you were creating the blogs online. And then fast forward yeah. maybe four years later, you have a debut book. That's do you know what I mean? It's you're you're walking by Easons and you see your book in the Yeah, world. yeah. Like that's that's incredible. Oh, it is. It's it's a it's a really strange feeling, but it's like a really rewarding feeling as well. Because yeah. you put too, you you put like so much into it, you know that kind of way. So to see yeah. it when it's actually finally done and printed, it's just a really nice feeling. Mm. And, uh, and most of my work at that stage had been digital as well. Like I didn't have any yeah. kind of anything in print. I didn't even have prints that you could buy, like in frame or anything like that. So yeah. it was the kind of, um, it was just really cool to see it on paper. I suppose yeah. I know that sounds really nerdy, but it was uh, yeah, it was really cool to see it like. Oh, in a different yeah. way, like it's rather than on screen. So, oh god, yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, everybody reads the um, what is it, the audio books and the Kindles now. But to see, I mean, I'd say to see your own book just on on paperback, I'd say that's there's no other feeling like that. You know, it's oh, no, no, there absolutely isn't. But uh, it was cast though, because I remember um, the first. I remember when I got my first copies of the first book because mm. uh, it's actually cast. I. I missed a uh, half a class in um, when I was in DIT. I missed like the end of one of my classes, and it was a very important class. Mm. It was a print class, and uh, I didn't really have a clue what I was doing to be honest at the time. And um, I was asking in the publishers, I was like, "Oh, do you think it's this, this, and this?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah that sounds good." And I sent it all over to them when I was done, and they're like, "Oh no, this isn't. You know, we need to have it set up this way." So prints, and I was like, "But you said it was grand this way," and they're like, "No, this way." And I was like, oh my God. So I had to do, I think it was like 200 illustrations again in a week just to get them all done because it had to be done at a certain time. Yeah. And then when it got printed out, I forgot to turn something on in it. So the, you could actually see some of the pink ink coming um, or you could see it underneath the black ink. So the black yeah. ink wasn't 100% black. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember the day I got it. I was really, really upset. I started buying yeah. coin in the car because I was like, what have I done? But, yeah. Uh, now I just look at it as a limited edition because there's only a small number of those ones out there because I think they've done a proper print after it. So they did a proper print. Yeah, 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 yeah. We fixed it for the next time. God, yeah. But it was, uh, it was funny though. But then, like, not at the time, but now. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, fast forward a year later, and then your second book comes along: How to Deal with Poxes Brackets on a Daily Basis. Yeah, that was a uh, brilliant. That was yeah, I actually. Yeah, I like that one because that was kind of more like, uh, I suppose that was kind of more my thing where it was just kind of me giving out about things that wrecked my head really. So it was really... Most people's head. Oh yeah, but that's it. Like that's what I was doing. I was like, what if this wrecks my head? Exactly. Like I was like, if this wrecks my head, it's definitely, you know, that's something that definitely wrecks someone else's head. So I just talked about things that wrecked my head basically (laughs) and just made it into a book. Like I remember reading it. Because I remember you you sent over a copy to me and myself and Alison we're reading it and I remember kind of looking at it thinking Jesus Aoife is like it's it's kind of like reading the, the Irish version of Larry David in that sense and getting so annoyed with people on the bus getting annoyed with the, 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 the you know just things that people do in public yeah, yeah people <laughs> just being people basically like yeah just being themselves I think, I'm terrible though like but there's an appeal to that and that's kind of become, that's kind of become a, there's a comedic element to that now as well in being annoyed by, you know, a lot of things in, in society that just do your head in. Because if it, Like I preach about Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't know, I think I've spoken to you about it before, about Larry Day. Oh yeah. How he calls out people in the show, like in public, he like whatever they do, if they do something that he doesn't like, say for example, they, they pig park, which is parking over the line. He calls them a pig parker to their face. I just think it's... And I see that. I've seen that as well. I'd be parking up at a shopping centre or parking up at, at a Dunn's or a Tesco. And you just feel like saying that to the person who's parked there, you know? Oh, I know. And, and you know what? Like, I've actually started doing that. 
I, I had like, you know, I got... Go I have Ah, oh, I have started doing this, like, and, and, and do you know, do, do you know how it happens? <laughs> I'm, although I'm really outgoing and like, you know, I, I talk a lot. If whenever it comes to confrontation, I'm actually very shy and I go into myself. I don't want confrontation. Yeah. And it all started just last December, where my confidence just went through the roof because um, if someone's being like a prick to me face or something, I usually just leave it and go away. Like I don't say yeah. it. Because I'd be, really, I'd, I'd be kind of like, oh, that was a bit mean or something like that after. I yeah. wouldn't kind of make a big, uh, you know, issue out of it. But uh, when I, I told you my train story, didn't I, with the, the, the bus driver. Did I tell you that one? It's, it's a good story. Yeah. So anyway, I was going down to Limerick for to do some work. And uh, basically, um, I don't really get public transport because, like, you know, being autistic and getting on, like, you know, yeah. having to, like, get on something that you haven't really been on, like, that regularly, like, and just the panic and like nervousness of it and all those kind of things train, yeah. together. Exactly, right. So uh, I got the train down uh, to Limerick and then had a lovely day down there. Everyone was really sound. And then when I was on my way back, uh, I thought I was getting a train from Limerick uh, to Limerick Junction and then from Limerick Junction to Dublin. Zone. But there was no train. Yeah, so there's no train from Limerick to Limerick Junction. So I got a bus from Limerick Junction. Uh, sorry, from Limerick to Limerick Junction. Mm. And I don't travel well in the bus at I don't travel well at all. So I was like, oh no. So I got on, sit beside this fella and uh, I don't know, he was really sound. We ended up talking. He's like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I do illustration and all. And he's like, oh, I'm a writer, blah, blah, blah. Really lovely guy. And I'm sitting there and we're about like 10 minutes into the journey and I'm like, oh God, oh God, no, Eva, no, like don't get sick beside this man. There's nowhere for him to go. Like don't do it. And I, I got up and I went up to the bus driver. We were stuck in traffic. It was a rush hour traffic. And I go, do you mind if uh, I, I use your bathroom? Like, and he goes, no. And I was like, well, do you have a sick bag then? And he goes, no. He said he had no bags, right? So I went back down. I sat down looking at your man. And he's looking at me going, why did you get up? Like, what were you looking at? Like, what were you looking for? I sat down there and I was like, and I, got, I, had to, I literally felt so sick. And he wouldn't let me use the toilet that I actually had to get sick into my own handbag. So oh, I tore did. everything out of my handbag and your man beside me is like, I'm just going to give you some space. I just moved away down the back of the bus somewhere. <laughs> I was mortified. And everyone else around me was just looking at me, right? And I went up to the bus driver again and go, sorry, have you got anything I can put my bag in? I don't want it dripping all over your bus. I was being really considerate. Like, I was being yeah. really sound, like, you know? And uh, then he, he just kept saying, for fuck's sake, for fuck's sake, oh, fucking this, blah, blah, going mad, right? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, what's going on with him? Like, I was like, he's really rude. Like, so I sat down anyway, and because uh, he gave me a bag, he gave me a plastic bag after I got sick, right? Mm. So then uh, he, I put my bag into it, and uh, when I was going off the bus then or something, I went up to him when everyone else is off, and I was like, can I have another bag? Because I don't want to kind of like, don't want to spill in everywhere. Like, and uh, he goes, I haven't got any bags. And I was like, you just gave me your bag, like. Yeah. Just literally, because everything that I took out of my bag, like my tablet, my phone and all, I put into the, the spare plastic bag he gave me. Yeah. So I wanted to put my bag of sick in another bag. And he's like, no, I haven't got any bags. And I was like, you just gave me a bag. What are you going on about? Yeah. And uh, he starts laughing at me. And I just what? lost that. I just lost that. I just literally got my bag of sick, my handbag, poured it upside down and shook it out in front of him <coughs> on his bus. Like, and I just go, do you know what? Keep your bag. And I go, and go fuck yourself while you're at it. And I ran off the bus. And it was the most badass thing I think I've ever done in my life. I literally felt like a, a total badass. And I've just been standing up for myself ever since. Like I see these kids out the back um, in, in uh, the alleyway. Uh, they were like, uh, just, just playing outside. Yeah. I heard them the other day. I was watching uh, the Neil Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk and me yeah. and I was sitting down. Just heard some kids screaming out the back. And he looked out the window. He's like, God, oh, they're just five-year-olds or something. And I was thinking to myself, they sound older than five-year-olds. Like, like, so I looked out the window. And then it was a good thing I looked out the window now because well, they had rocks in their hand. So we're going to like literally throw them through our windows. And I wouldn't even mind with a single glazed. Do you know what I mean? We would have been fucked. Yeah. So I was looking out the window at the one. I was like, I was like I'm going to wait to see if that's what they're actually going to do. Because if yeah. they're going to throw at the building site across the road, I don't really care about that. But if they're going to throw at our uh, apartment, yeah. I'm going to have to say something. So I see them and I, I shout out the window then because I see them just, you know, raising his arm, going to throw it. Like, yeah. And I just literally looked out the window, dead serious. My eyes went real big. Like, you know, like, uh, you know, like, uh, Oh, what's your man's name out of Fresh Prince of Bel Air? The George is Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Yeah, the eyes just went like that. Like, they went real wide. And I was like, don't even fucking think about it. And they were just looking up and they were like, wasn't going to do it. Hiding the rocks behind their back and all. And their friends were laughing at them. <laughs> but they haven't been back since. 
And I was like, oh my God, that was really good. I went into like pure man mode. Just like going like, don't even think about it. It actually worked. <laughs> I think I only worked out because I'm like three floors up. So they probably thought that I was a lot taller than I actually am. So I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that, that probably helped. That's but, uh, yeah, you, you have, have to, to do, do it though. I mean, I was, oh, in, yeah. I was in Centra maybe a week or two ago and I just, I had to, had to cut like two, two teenage girls and just right behind me and fucking yapping and they had all, they had bars of chocolates and sweets. But obviously in the supermarkets and in any shop, there's the little um, things on the floor. Yeah, to tell you how far away to find the way. Right, they're directly right behind me. And I turned, I said, girls, come on. I said, look, look where you have, you have to go back there. You know, and but they looked at me like I had two heads. Like, oh, look at this. Look at this lovely yeah. old man. But they went back. But you have to. You just had like, you know, at the worst, Aoife, is when you hold the door for someone and they don't say thank you. That's, that is the worst. That is, that, that is the worst. That is the and worst. And you know what? There it is. In society today, it's happening more frequently. It wouldn't have happened about, I'd say, 10 years ago. A, most people would say thank you. I find holding the door, I, I always do it. It's just, it's in my nature to hold the door for, yeah, for people. When I'm, when I'm in a, a supermarket, not a supermarket or a shopping centre, supermarket have the, the automatic doors, but like a shopping centre, like say pavilions, I would, I would go to pavilions in swords and um, the side entrance um, are like push and pull doors. And I'd, oh yeah, I know the ones, yeah. More people have, haven't said anything, haven't actually thanked me at all then saying thank you like you know for a while I didn't but now now oh, yeah. I, you just shout your welcome at them because it's it's nice though to, it's nice to do that but at the same time like what I realise as well is like it's the height it's, always, it's, 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 it's always it is the height of ignorance like we are always going to have arseholes it's nothing you can do about it I think yeah. during this time I've learned that more than ever like people are arseholes like during like yeah. everything that's going on now I've never yeah. realised it like until like how much like you know like obviously not everyone, but there's definitely, you know, there's definitely that thing where people are out for themselves. They don't care. All you need to, need to do is look at the start of the pandemic. Oh, you yeah. Like it's flocking to the supermarkets. Oh, yeah. I know. It's mad. True. I went to rent a car there yesterday and the thing was in bits. Yeah. One of those go-car things. It was it's in bits. Like, and like whoever was in it before me had like sand in the car. There was a like, dog shite in the car muck on the ground like they were out at the beach or like you know yeah. on a field or something sure. like, drinking cans in the car like and I was just like like what's right like enjoying everything that's going on now like you know people just study they're out for themselves like they don't care yeah it's a it's an unfortunate truth of it but like not yeah. everyone's like that like that's the good thing I suppose but then again also it's kind of half and half like we're, we're highlighting the the local bingo the karaoke yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. do you know what I mean so it's I suppose it's half and half, and you are you're, you're always going to get the um, the ignoramuses. <laughs> That's what I call. Oh yeah, one hundred percent everywhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just wanted to go back to your book, and I just what I pulled up this quote: um, "How to be massive is funny." In fact, this is your debut book. How to be massive is funny, affectionate, and very, very sharp. Almost social history, and always great fun. This book is well, massive. And that quote is from none other than the iconic Roddy Doyle, one of the greatest, one of the greatest Irish writers of all time. I mean, I mean, there's compliments and I think that's something above compliments. Like that is just, wow. Yeah, I, I remember that day so well. I remember all of it really well. I, I, I yeah. have a really good long term memory, but a really shit short term memory. But I remember like the day the publishers contacted me. But I also remember the day that he emailed me and I had the flu really bad. And I had swine flu a couple of years before that. So I actually yeah. thought like when he emailed me, I had swine flu again. Either that or someone was taking the piss. <laughs> I was just like, Roddy, is that really you? He's like, uh, yeah. But um, I was gassed though. He goes, yeah, just, I, I wouldn't have thought like he would have ever even like, like thought of emailing me. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. Like, or even saying something like that. It was just a really nice thing to, to, to mm. say to someone like and especially someone just starting out like it was really yeah. encouraging to me because I kind of felt when he said that I was I was such a like, huge fan of his work like do you know what I mean I still mm. am like you know and it was when he I heard him saying that I was like well he's the king of the north side it's like if, if he thinks I'm doing it right I must be you know what I mean like yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, it kind of like quietened all those other voices around me that were telling me like you know like no like you yeah. should be doing this or you're what you're doing is offensive or I don't like it it just kind of <laughs> like you know shut up those kind of voices around me then and yeah. kind of you know almost like I put blinkers on and just focused on the good things that came then from it and uh, the good kind of um just the, the 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 things like with Roddy and like people support me then I, I started mm-hmm. to focus on those things more and I think it was from like that comment that like made me do it because it made me kind of believe in myself a little bit more because at the beginning I didn't really because it happened so fast it happened so yeah. fast it was weird like you know but it was um, nice though it was yeah I'll never forget it like it was it was definitely like up there one of the best days it was really cool yeah oh it's incredible like so I mean someone as influential as, as Roddy Doyle especially especially in Irish media you know, I, every you see every time the snapper comes on, and like yeah. Twitter is just it's got a, <laughs> yeah. the snapper meltdown. I mean, the, the the quotes are are flying out left, right, and center, and it got, the same goes for the commitments in the van. My person, I think every I, I don't know. Well, my personal favorite is the commitments. I just think it's it's his best. Yeah, I love the commitments as well. <laughs> yeah, it's really tough to pick between. Yeah, because they're also different as well. But they're all yeah. yeah the tone of voice like stays the same. But yeah. It's really hard. I wouldn't be able to pick my favorite. I don't think. Yeah, I haven't I, seen. I haven't seen the van in years. I had that on DVD, and I actually can't remember any of it, other than like <laughs> obviously the van. <laughs> I have to watch it again. It's like, I've watched it so long. It's 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 a great kind of Italian ninety throwback. That's it. That's yeah. I remember it was set around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would have. Yeah, I would probably. I probably would have watched that. God, that would have been years ago because I can't even remember the last time I had a DVD player to tell you the truth. That. Oh, DVD. And with Netflix and all, I can't even remember. They're, they're the thing, a thing of the past, DVD players. I mean, I, I was going to do the video I seen the other day on TikTok. Um, yes, I'm on TikTok, folks. Yeah, I know. I know a lot I of... I made the count, but I just, I just don't know what to be doing on it. Don't get I it. Get it. Like, I, I, I get it, but like, it's like, I don't really know what to be doing and I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just—it's a weird one for me. It's kind of yeah, like, oh, Jesus, another social media platform. Like, we really <laughs> need another one. Like, but like, oh. I seen a video of uh, someone using and had an old VHS player and pushing the video in. And I think it was the it was a Warner Brothers movie, but I don't know if you remember the Warner Brothers movies. They used to have the Warner Home Video thing that would come up, and it was just yeah, yeah, uh, it just a major throwback to to the nineties. You know, that's deadly. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah yeah that's I love I love I follow um, oh, I can't remember what it's called it's some nostalgic Instagram account and it shows all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff like everything from like the 90s and early 2000s and it's like I don't know it's really good to kind of like like it's just really nice to see stuff yeah like when you were growing up then like but uh, yeah I must find the name of it and send it to you but yeah. it's, uh, it, 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 it's just full of all that stuff Furbies the lot like yeah it's great <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> But yeah, no, I haven't been down too much on my phone now to tell you the truth at all. Like I haven't been on social media all that much. I've been kind of enjoying yeah. my own space in the background and working away. Like I was working on a, a book proposal there. So I just finished that and sent it off. And yeah. then I've been working <laughs> on the Your One Akita episodes in the background, posting out orders, uh, back orders from my shop because uh, I hadn't been posting out during the lockdown. Yeah. And uh, I've been looking into uh, my family history as well because I, uh, I got my DNA tested, so I got my um, results okay. back there, like just just literally before the lockdown, and I started looking into it. it was mad. I found out some mad interesting things that wow. were like really deadly. Found out, um, basically, uh, did I ever tell you about this? I can't remember if I told you this stuff before, but um, I think like, you, you told me that you were looking into it. Oh, I didn't we, tell you what happened. We did it. We did a gig in Bray. Yeah, that was, was early. Yeah, maybe two, I don't think, two weeks before the lockdown. Yeah, I don't think I had my results then because I got like my family tree back. So basically, yeah. I got my results back. And here, listen, right? I know everybody and their nannies doing DNA tests and they're like, oh, I'm 1% Nigerian <laughs> and all this shit. Like, I understand, yeah. like, people denying that. But like, for me, it was a really, like, I really wanted to look into it because I didn't know much about my family history. I didn't yeah. know who my dad was, like, until 2015. So, and uh, he obviously passed away in 2017. So I really wanted yeah. to find out more about his side of the family. Because supposedly they were Russian Jewish immigrants to the UK. So I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And I um, can't find out what their uh, original second name is because it changed when they moved to the mm. UK. It changed to Saunders. And um, yeah, it was kind of, I, I just wanted to find out more. 
So when I got my DNA results back, it actually matches you up with like distant relatives and like fourth and third mm-hmm. cousins and second cousins. So you can actually see who you're related to. And um, I seen a few people on it and I was like, right, well, I have like a 12% Jewish DNA, which means that like my great granddad would have been 100% Jewish. Yeah. And then my granddad would have been half Jewish and then my dad would have been a quarter Jewish. So I'm like, whatever. I think it's like an eighth or whatever it is after yeah. that. I have no idea. And then, um, so I worked it out that way. So I started looking on my trade to see if there was anyone like 100% Jewish on it, because obviously the only yeah. way I'd be related to them is <clears> true. Like, like that, that one line, because they're 100% course, Jewish. Yeah. I found this woman and um, I seen a picture of her. I think it was her great granda. And, and then I was looking at a picture of my granda, like, and I was like, holy, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> they were the spit of each other. Yeah. So much so that I showed my auntie who like, her, like my granda be her dad, like, and, yeah. She was like, she couldn't believe it. So I decided to get in touch with this woman and show her the pictures. Yeah. And she was like, oh my God, she couldn't believe it either. And she's like, yeah, like um, my family come from Odessa, Russia. That's what yeah. we think anyway. But she's in the States, you see. So they emigrated to the States. And uh, I was talking to her then and she turns around to me and we we're just emailing each other, a really lovely person. And um, she goes, oh, I see her. You're in illustration and animation. Yeah. Um. I did. Uh, have you not seen any of this? Ah, this is a mad story. This is crazy. This is like, yeah, my man. mind. My mind literally blew up. Like yeah. for four days, it was all I could talk about. Carl was going to strangle me. Like literally, would not talk about anything else. So she emails me. She's like, "Oh yeah, like you know, that's a you know, I see you're an illustrator and animator. Like mm-hmm. I worked in animation for thirty years." And I was like, "Wow, oh, I don't know anyone. I don't know. Oh, how did you hear this, right?" So I was like, "I didn't know anyone else who." Uh, works in that field and my family yeah. are like you know even into illustration or anything like that like my mom was a flower arranger like and that was kind of as creative yeah. as it gets like my auntie works in advertising but it's like more strategy and stuff like that so there was mm-hmm. never anything like like what i do and uh, i was thinking geez she must be a badass like you know 30 years in animation like i have to look yeah. in to see who this is like you know and uh google looked it up like and uh looked up the name and i was like holy crap they literally worked on the pilot episode of the Rugrats. They worked on <laughs> Bennett's. They worked on the whole first season of uh, Ren and Stimpy and worked on it from the very beginning. And like all these other shows. And I was just like, my mind just blew. And uh, I just literally was like, I, I emailed her. I was like, is this you? Like, And she was like, yeah. And I was like, that is insane. I grew up watching these TV shows. And she's like, that's so mad. So while I was growing up watching these shows, my distant cousin from the other side of the world was working on them was mad. Yeah. And she told me our mom worked in Warner Brothers as well in the 1940s on the shorts. So oh, it's like yeah. a, I thought it was amazing. It was so interesting. Wow. Like just talking to her. It was so cool. That's, that's incredible. It's mad, yeah. The fact that but, she's doing animation and you're, you're I know. It's, it's, like it's, wow. I definitely believe that's, I definitely believe that's a thing that like, if you know, I, I think that's like, I've seen like shows like, uh, Oh, what's that show called? Um, who do you think you are? Like I've seen those kind of shows where like yeah. someone will be like a musician and they trace back their family tree and there's other musicians in their family. Like yeah. I think it's really cool. So I just wasn't expecting it. That's amazing. Like that's deadly. So yeah, so interesting. It's it's an eye opener. That's what it is. It's it kind of it just you're you know. Oh yeah, like mind mind blowing kind of moment. You know. That, yeah. Like with that with that lady, your your cousin. Like that's incredible. Yeah, it was so mad. I just couldn't believe it. I remember I, I went on a massive creep though because I was just I could not believe that like that like that's I just thought it was so cool. Yeah. I went on a massive creep like on a uh, Google and there was like a t shirt with her name on it and like all the cast like for like Ren and Stimpy and it was like a, a collector's item. I was like, Oh my god, my cousin is famous. <laughs> like I just thought it was so cool. Brilliant. <laughs> it was deadly. That's all I've been doing though in the background. I've just been yeah, but besides that, all that week I've been the only exercise I've been doing is walking to the fridge and back. That's it. <laughs> haven't been out, haven't been outside for walks or anything much now at all, really. But we, I wish we, I lived in the, the countryside or near the beach or something. Yeah. It would be nice then. With Sophia, we 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 were getting out. We're, we're getting out as much as possible. Just, I mean, even at around seven o'clock, half six after our dinner, we try and get her. We get her out. We have her in the little lead thing, and she does be walking around the estate and. She goes to bed at eight o'clock and it means she has a lovely sleep, you know. Yeah, oh, that's Baby a good one, a yeah. Good yeah. Mommy and daddy have a good sleep and it's, yeah. Well, that's, that's the main thing. Like, once she's getting a good sleep, then, like, yeah, you, yeah. you don't mind going out like then, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 
Mm. That's the one thing I don't think I'd ever be able to prepare for, for having a kid, not having yeah. a Ryan anymore. I just can't imagine myself as a morning person. <laughs> sure, when you asked me about this, I was like, geez, are you sure that, time, that time's all right? Like, you know, that's a bit early. I'd be able to do that time anyway, yeah. Half eight in the oh, God. No, I'm terrible. Like, I, I just, yeah, I was actually thinking of getting a pet. They're just something to kind of, you know, they give yourself a bit more responsibility, you know. Yeah. Like, not like a goldfish or anything, because that's boring. Like, I want to be able to, like, you know, pick something up. Mm. I was thinking about getting a bearded dragon or something. Oh, yeah, my, my, little, yeah. my, my younger brother had one of them. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was been looking into them, or like a crested gecko or something. I've been looking into them now. Some of them aren't that difficult to care for, so I was like, oh, well, that's that's good. Yeah. Because I've killed cactuses, so I don't want to go, go too crazy. I don't want to get in, you know, but yeah. get something like that, like I'll be able to look after. It's, it's very entertaining watching uh, a lizard of any kind when you feed them the, the crickets. Oh yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've seen the golfer before. Yeah, it's 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 class. I just thought it'd be a huge bonus as well because I've seen loads of it. Not that I get many spiders in this place now, but like when I lived out in Gilrock, like oh my god, there were so many spiders in my house. Um, it would have been nice to have a bearded dragon back then, but uh, I didn't know they eat spiders. I've seen them. I've seen people literally yeah. put them on the floor where there's a spider, and once the spider starts running, it chases it and does like eat it. Oh, I was like, that's amazing. They're like you know. Are like burgers to them. They absolutely love them. Yeah, it's mad. Like it, I don't get it because I've tried bugs as well. I tried those. They had like these yolks in uh, Florida when I went over there. Because of course, you know, you'll get mad shit in Florida. You get mad, like, stuff, yeah. Mad stuff. If you're gonna get mad stuff, you're gonna get mad stuff in Florida. It's like uh, I think it was like crickets like or something. It was like so- yeah, no, no, these are crickets. It was like uh, crickets with um. Really, crickets with um, barbecue or something, yeah, yeah, it was like a flavor cricket, yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, this has to be a joke. Like, and uh, I remember eating them, like, and I, th- I thought, like, it was like, I just now you're gonna laugh now because this is how gullible I can be sometimes. I didn't think that it was actually crickets, I just thought they really looked like crickets because you know, being in America and all, they can make things look really real. Like, so I was like, oh, that's deadly, like little chocolate yolks. Like, <laughs> and my sister's like, they're, they're actually crickets, though, like, yeah, that's that's not a joke. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like I, I do that with so many things. So yeah. I don't know what onion rings. I don't know what onion rings in the pub before. We got a yeah. platter sent out, and you know when you're just gagging for like a good onion ring, like mm. a really nice one, like one out with a chipper. You know them ones, and uh, they brought them out. The proper uh, batter, but, not the breaded batter. Yeah, yeah, like proper yeah. batter. Yeah. But they brought out these onion rings, and they were shy. You know the ones you just get the frozen ones, and I was like, oh, I suppose yeah. I'll have to do. And uh, it was after college one day, and I was starving. And uh, basically, I turned around to your man. I was raging, and I was like, "These onion rings are gone off. These are stale. They taste rotten." Like I turned around to him, I was like, "Here, I'm not being funny or anything, but your onion rings are stale. Like they they they, they don't taste right. Like they, they taste like weird." Yeah. And he's like, "That's because they're not onion rings. It's calamari." And I was like, "What the fuck is calamari?" And he goes, "Oh, it's squid." And, oh my god! And, you know, like I I literally I didn't know what to be thinking. I was like, "I'm just after eating a squid." And for anyone who doesn't know me, I'm the most like. I'm not like really fussy, but I am really fussy with textures and stuff like that. So I nearly had like a heart attack when he told me. But uh, yeah, so I was just yeah, mad at that kind of stuff. Oh, it's it's terrible. <laughs> so bad. I love calamari. I think it's beautiful. Oh, I, I do like it now. I think I, I, I didn't like that one now because it tasted like rubber. That's what was weird about it. But I tasted yeah. it when I was in uh, San Diego. Uh, I got it, like, you know, the actual where they're still kind of like little squids. Like yeah. they're still like the tiny ones that he just dip it in the bar. I tried them. They were really nice. Oh, they're looking, yeah, oh, they're amazing. Like, yeah, they're really tasty. But uh, it's probably the only kind of fish I like now, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not a really like, uh, fish person. Yeah, well, I, I would be. I'd feckin', I'd, I'd eat fish. I mean... Would you eat a salmon now, Al? I'd love prawns. Would you eat a salmon? Salmon, yeah. Would you? Now, that's yeah. the thing I don't get. I, I really don't get how anybody can eat salmon. Like, like look at it, Al. It looks like a slug. It looks like a slug. Are you talking about smoked salmon or cooked salmon? I don't know. Like whichever one looks like a slug that you get in the bento boxes, like like that. That's me. Like why would you be eating that? It looks like a slug. I'm telling you, I just never. It's beautiful. Is it? Yeah, it's our salmon's class. It's the most. It's the most flavoursome fish that you can eat. I think the texture just puts me off. I think it's just the texture of it. Is it looks pink? weird. Is it the pink texture? Yeah, is yeah the pink, the, the pink oh, texture, yeah. and uh, does it looks like it just looks like a slug. Do you, do, do you ever yeah. try? Do you like seafood chowder? Oh no, Jesus, no! That's that's too uh, that's too exotic <laughs> for me now. 
No, it's Tony, see, the only the, 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 it's, hang on, the, the, hang on. Seafood chowder is one of the most popular Irish dishes you can get. If you're down, I've never had seafood chowder. That oh, sounds like hell to me. It's the not. Orders I go is fish fingers. Eva, you gotta try it. You gotta try it for me. You gotta try it. I don't think you know me. I still eat Dr. Ochre pizzas, the kids' pizzas. They're all stocked up in the fridge. I'm not like this way, like like uh, cultured whatsoever, like with like <laughs> soups or anything. Like I still eat cup of soups. Like that's me. I used to love the um, the oxtail flavor ones. Do you remember? Oh, they're great for hangovers. They're brilliant. They're a lifesaver for hang- Oh, yeah. You have oh. a hangover. You drink one of them bad boys. You're brand new. Not even messing. Pretty good. Kaz, dad told me that it actually really works. Oxtail really works. Yeah, you think it? Few slices yeah. of bread. I'm one of these people where I don't, I don't have take butter on my bread with soup. Oh, me either. I get you there. Unless I'm in a restaurant and they have fancy butter, like then I'll then I'll have a bit of butter. Like, but when I'm at home, I don't butter. No, absolutely. Yeah, not. I, I agree with you there. It's a no go for me. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm the same. I just realised that I, I've taken over your whole podcast just to talk about food. <laughs> you must think I, I don't get chat. or something. It's a chat, Eva. It's a chat. Oh, I know, I know. Come here, look, I, I want to obviously move on to 2017. Obviously, a massive life-changing moment for you. Um, you were diagnosed with autism. And yes, it was actually the la- it was actually the following year. It was two thousand and eighteen. Sorry, sorry, two thousand April. Sorry, no, your grand, oh, your grand. Sorry, two thousand and eighteen. Um, you're diagnosed with autism, and it, it kind of because um, I remember you putting the post up, and it was kind of like you you'd come to realise that you, you had these kind of certain tendencies when you were younger and growing up as well. You had kind of certain certain ways and how you you deal with things in, in public. Um, and I, like, how has that been? It's it's obviously, it's, it's has it brought a new perspective to you in life and everything is? Yeah, it, it kind of has. Like, it's it's hmm. been like a slow burner in the sense that like, obviously when you find out like initially, like nothing changes straight, straight away. Like, you, you, like yeah, nothing's course, different. Yeah. It's kind of, it's really weird. It's like everything changes and nothing changes all at the same time. Yeah. So you're still the same person. You're still you. Like there's nothing different about you because all now, the only difference is now you know why you are basically the way you are. Yeah. And for me, like a lot of people, like don't, like, don't, don't really care. Like, you know, it's not for them to look into it. Or a lot of people think, you know, oh, this is, you know, sure, I've gone this long anyway. Like what difference would it make to me? Mm. But for me, I didn't know for so long and I've been looking for so long and I've been looking for so many years that I actually got to the stage where I was like, maybe I'm just crazy and I think there's something wrong with me and yeah. there's actually nothing at all. But like everyone just kept saying, you're grand, you're grand. But there was there was things that really stood out like looking back when I was a kid. Like I had to do like maths in the principal's office. I couldn't concentrate like in the classroom. Mm. Um, I would cry a lot in the classroom because all the noises. Uh, like, there was so much like, you know, and even just down to like me being really outspoken. Yeah. I'd really say stuff like, you know, I'd really, you know, stick my neck out there and say things. Like I remember a driving boy, uh, someone getting wedding pictures before in a park. Like we just we just went out to the park, but we were on our way home. Yeah. Screamed out the window at like uh, them getting their pictures. And I was like, Do you shave your armpits? I was only like five, by the way. I was like, Do you shave your armpits? And uh, the husband looks at his armpits, so I was like, No, your wife. And then we just drove off and I got in trouble. I got, I got, uh, I got in trouble. But, uh, I just always say stuff like that all the time. I'd be yeah. just so outspoken. And yeah, I just, I found it really hard to make friends as well. So for me, it was kind of like a lifetime of wondering why I was different, wondering why I didn't have any, like, you know, close friends at the time, why mm-hmm. I couldn't make friends easily, why I had so many acquaintances, but like it was so easy for other people to make friends and kind of, you know, that way, like, yeah. And that was the big one for me. And then it was also like, you know, I wasn't really good at anything else. Art was always something that I was good at because I was able to express myself in that way. So I realized then after I found out that it was kind of drawn as a form of stimming. So stimming is kind of like a way to kind of like regulate your emotions and kind of, of course, you yeah. know, it's, you yeah. see people like like flapping their hands and stuff like that. Like I wouldn't do anything like that. Like, And I think mm. that's probably because I was told not to as a kid. Yeah, uh, I definitely know when I was sitting down if I was shaking my leg I used to always shake my leg when I was watching TV with my mum and he used to wreck her head because she could see it out the corner of her eye yeah. and uh, uh, I just don't do that anymore so I think I found new ways of kind of surviving in the world if that makes sense like, yeah. kind of like ways of calming myself down and I think that was drawn so it kind of came full circle in that kind of way but I still think that I'm 
figuring out like things as I go along. Like there's still mm-hmm. things that I'm learning every day. Like, you know, there's um I remember someone said something to me, uh I, I was at, I was giving a talk early in the year and it was about autism and I'm just I was just basically talking about my own experiences, but there was another woman in the audience who was autistic and she was talking about how she literally used to skip classes in school just to take a break and literally just sit in the toilets. And that's literally what I used to do. And I didn't know yeah. why I was doing it at the time. And I suppose when you're going through that, it's so confusing because you don't know yeah. what's going on. And it's hard enough being a teenager as it is, do you know what I mean? Without like that straight in the background yeah. and not understanding who you are or why people don't like you or why, you know, you don't like yourself at times. So yeah. it really made a difference in my life and my confidence. And it kind of, I don't know, it kind of, it, it was really just a relief to find out and finally know yeah. and to kind of finally put it to rest Family and kind of go, understand. okay, yeah. that's that's me, that's who I am. Uh, I don't need to kind of like necessarily feel bad about certain things anymore because now I can kind of understand why certain things happened. Uh, that doesn't mean that you can be art. Sorry, that doesn't mean that you can't be an asshole and be autistic. That can definitely happen. Uh, yeah. You know, I was talking about like things where like you know I would have said something to my sister and would have upset her. Like, okay, that's why I said that. Like, and and uh, it really made sense of loads of different scenarios in my life as well. Yeah. And it, it it fixed some relationships. Me and my sister get on great now. Yeah. And um, we talk all the time, whereas before we didn't really talk that much based on something I had said to her, like which I didn't even know I would upset her. Yeah. Um, but then there's been other like you know pitfalls with it as well. Like um, I I haven't talked to my stepdad in a couple of months, and um, yeah. I don't think we probably will talk again. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Like so, you know, some people are supportive of it, and some people they kind of, some people you kind of thought would have been, but the, you know, so it's yeah. kind of like a hard learning curve as well. It's kind of like when someone passes away, you know, who's there for you and who's not. It's kind of very similar in that kind yeah. of sense, but. Overall, it's been it's it's been amazing to find out and mm. to kind of understand myself. That's that's literally just the simplest way of putting it. Like it's just like really nice to actually mm. understand yourself and your thoughts because uh, half the time, like you know, my mouth never shuts up. But Al, you can only imagine what my brain is like. My brain never shuts up either. Like so, I can only imagine Eva because I, I I always like I mean this this the spectrum and the spectrum is so widespread. Uh, you know the, the the autism spectrum. And I think with that, you're so creative. And I think you, I, I, I don't know, I hope you don't mind me saying this. You kind of think outside no, the box in terms of your crea- creativity with your, with your illustrations. Do you know what I mean? You, you kind of, as for example, with, with your one Nikita, like people can do that as a sketch video. Whereas you kind of, so hang on a second, I can do blogs here. I can do illustrations. I can kind of, convey a, a unique kind of image of of the typical what what can we say the typical kind of how are you do you know what I mean all right yeah yeah from from Dublin but it, it was a unique way of kind of showing it and that you kind of used your creativity in that sense I think it was yeah it was funny because like I just wanted to kind of do something I wanted to write and illustrate about what I knew and like growing up in Kilock yeah like you know I wore tracksuits and stuff. I didn't all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like I was more of a goth than anything else. Like so, yeah. I did. I was like, kind of on the outside, really. Like, but it was kind of something that I definitely loved about, like being from the north side. Was the community and like people yeah. like being there for you know, like and especially in that time. The north side, the, yeah. Like especially it's a great in the, community. It was a great place to grow up. Like you know what I mean? Like and. At that time, it kind of like you know, it didn't really matter like when I was a kid what way you were like if you were into rock music, if you were into like rave or whatever. Like everyone just still hung out. Like it was only as mm-hmm. we got kind of into like teenage years, then like people became like little bollocks and stuff like that. But you have that yeah. everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a, it was kind of just I wanted to write about where I came from, mm-hmm. but then it was kind of at the time it felt like it was all I could write about then, like because. It was just, I don't know, I just became like uh, obsessed with like illustrating it then. Yeah. And I was just doing it every day. And well, uh, that, sometimes when I do that then as well, I wear myself out, so I have to keep an eye on it, you know. And also there's creativity and I think also there's work ethic as well is massively involved in like, I'll, I'll get to the to the children's book, but you've published so far three books so far since yeah. 2016. Um two seasons of your one Nikita, which we, which we will get to. So there's a lot of work ethic and a lot of creativity that goes into that. And like, I'm just like, there's, there's a, I just have a list of, of famous people that are on the spectrum that are highly inspirational people. 
in, in terms of media and and any media and life in general. I just I just compiled just a, a little list of Tim Burton. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right, actually. Sir Anthony Hopkins, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Jerry Seinfeld, Greta Thunberg, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, James Joyce, fellow Irishman, and Sir Isaac. Oh, I didn't know he was. That's bad. Maybe like, it's like speculation if you like look because yeah, a lot of people do that where they look back at people and like look at their traits. Yeah. And go, oh kind of make like for example, Albert Einstein, terrible in school, but really good at one yes. simple thing. And you, that's how that's how people kinda add it up because that's how we find out as adults as well. Mm. From like piecing things together like that. So yeah, that's I didn't know that James Joyce was, so that's really interesting. J- James Joyce's, yeah. Uh, on the spectrum is it's 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 amazing because I'm looking at I mean, I'm looking at Bill Gates and Steve Jobs as well, in particular. Two. Well, I'm, lis- I'm listening to you reading out that list, and I'm like, I think I got the shift version. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're still young yet, Eva. I mean, there's a lot more to come from you. Don't don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, like you know, and even Jerry Seinfeld as well for us. Jerry Seinfeld is. Oh yeah, absolutely. Kind of a, the king of comedy, and the king or of their comedy. king, maybe. Well, I don't know. It's between him and Larry David. They're the two richest comedians in the world, aren't they? They are, yeah. Him and Larry David are the two <clears throat> richest, yeah. But I don't know. Who, who would you Jerry's, be? That's actually, that's well, like Jerry a waste of blur, though, is it? Jerry has a net worth of $800 million. He made Does that he? from the syndication of the Seinfeld episodes. And I think Larry David has a net worth of maybe $600 million. But I think if it, Jerry Seinfeld made also made a lot of money from his stand-up shows. Yeah, yeah. He, I was, me and my dad were meant to go see him in New York. In no way. October. Yeah. I don't know why. Why didn't we go see him? I think there was something else on. We went, we went to New York in October last year. Oh, I thought you went this October. I was like, oh, you have to miss it. This no, it was entirely possible. Which I was, we were kicking ourselves. I think we had something on. I think we had a... Um, I was, with, I was with my two uncles, my dad's two brothers. And I think, I don't know, I think we went to that fucking Benny Hanna place or something like that. <laughs> because, you know, I've never been. I've never been to New York. I have never been, but I'd love to go. Oh, I'm telling you. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. It just it seems like it, it just seems like a beast to me. Like, it just, oh, God. I, I don't know if I'd love it or hate it. I don't very, know. It's, it's very cultured. Mm. I mean, for, for for what you get, I mean, in America, obviously, um, you I mean you look at the likes of yeah, when people think of America, they think of you know the the hillbilly states, you know, the Kentuckys and all that, and Texas, yeah, yeah, and of course New York. But New York, I think there's there's definitely a European element to New York. I definitely would love to go, but um, I've been I've been to Florida and I've been to California. Mm. So yeah, I have to go to New York next. Well, when we can all travel again, I suppose. But everyone and then nanny be traveling yeah. next year. <laughs> um, Florida, Florida's amazing. Did you go? Where did you go to Universal? Yeah, yeah, went to Orlando. Um, not Orlando. What am I talking? Uh, yeah, is Orlando? Yeah, Orlando, Florida, Orlando. Yeah, oh, yeah, I keep. Yeah, I kept mixing up. Like, yeah, I was mixing this up when I was over there with my sister. So now every time I say it, it doesn't sound right. But um, yeah, we yeah we went over after my um uh end of year exhibition for college so literally yeah. it was like the day after I finished college I went over it was like me uh, my dad my sister like it was it was great though yeah, yeah. I hadn't been to the States before like it was it was mad but the heat there was something else I, I don't oh, think yeah. I'd be able to go back there it's phenomenal the heat, was, the heat can be a lot oh, the heat was so much over there that like lately I had it was like I had um, I, I just couldn't cope with the heat like I literally poured at one stage I got a, a bottle of water poured out of my head and it was dry within like three minutes. They like, completely bone dry. Like it was so yeah. bad. Like so, uh, yeah, I just wouldn't be able to hack it. <laughs> I don't think I'd probably fare out well in like a really, really hot country like India yeah. or something. I don't think I'd fare out well at all. Why in the summer? Yeah, I'd lo- I'd love to go. Like, but um, yeah, I think ending that's ending with that humid heat. Like I just can't. It can be. Like you're not breathing there. Yeah. yeah. For us Irish, it can be way too much. Yeah, that's New York's yeah. like that in the summer, isn't it? Oh, massively, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we, see that, yeah. We went to, I went to Chicago for my J1 in 2013. And the average temperature every day, they go by Fahrenheit, but we'd always kind of equate it to Celsius. I think the average temperature every day would be around 28 degrees. 
on average. Oh my God. Celsius. Now, I like yourself tomorrow, Aoife. This, this podcast is obviously recorded on, uh, this is Wednesday. Um, tomorrow it's meant to be 29 degrees Celsius in Ireland. No, it's not. Let me check my phone. That's lies. Yeah, it's, I'm telling you. Where'd you see that? I, it came it's up. saying 23 on my phone. Let me have a look now. It's saying 23 on my phone there. That's on the Apple. Um, that's on the Apple yoke. Uh, then it's saying <laughs> 22 on Met Aaron. But uh, are you checking AccuWeather or something? Let me check that now. Yeah. 29 degrees. No, I love the sun. Yeah, that, but, could uh, be, that, could, that could be down in like, the south of the country, Cork maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <clears> yeah, no, I always, um, I always say out on my balcony now uh, when I'm doing my work. Because I do yeah. enjoy the sun. I just don't like when it's humid out. Yeah. You can't breathe it. You can't enjoy yourself, I don't think. No, you can't. No. You don't even feel like you're breathing. Like That's that's the thing <laughs> that gets me when it's humid like that. So That's not too bad here. It just smells like storage around here, though. That's the only thing, for whatever reason, the last few days. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to move on to um, your first children's book, uh, re- released last year, Ireland 123. And it was the winner of the Specsavers Children's Book of the Year. It does. Yeah, yeah. How was that? <laughs> it was bad. I another, wasn't expecting that at all. Now. Another achievement, just, one achievement after another. Yeah, well, the people who are in the same category as me, like one of the guys I interviewed when I was in college because he was an illustrator that I looked up mm. to. One of the other guys is like Noel <laughs> Breslin, like Brezzy. So I just didn't, wow. I, was the only, I was the only woman in the category as well. Like, so I literally didn't think yeah. that I had a chance. Like I didn't, I really wasn't. Like, I literally went wearing, like, my runners and all to the awards. I had shows in my bag, but, like, I didn't give a shit because I thought, yeah. like, oh, you know, I'm just happy to kind of be here. Like, nothing's going to happen kind of thing. I was just sitting down, like, eating, like, uh, chicken on the bone. And uh, they, they were called out the award thing. And uh, I hadn't even got my shoes on. I had to go for my runners to collect all yeah. the stage. It was gas. But uh, I was really shocked because I wasn't, just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Uh, and it, was, uh, yeah it was a really nice feeling. Are you going to look at releasing, obviously... After that, now you're probably looking at releasing more children's children's books and illustrations. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely one in the works for next year. I think anyway, definitely. And uh, I'm looking now to try and get another one then as well. Um. So yeah, I have like there's there's one I think that's definitely going ahead, and then one I just kind of I'm just starting to pitch for now, kind of. Yeah. So it's a, it's it's um looking like the two of them might be kind of like for, for next year then just with everything that's yeah. going on at the moment yeah. but uh, whether, they, whether they happen or not now is another thing but um, I'm working on it and you ain't the yeah. background regardless because it's something that I'm enjoying doing yeah. but uh, yeah I think I'm going to go I think I'm kind of like um, edging more towards uh, kids books now like and kind of I don't know just with like working on like um, stuff over the last couple of weeks I just find that like I find it really nice to write in that kind of style and with that tone of voice like with a kid's voice as well like so it's kind of yeah I think um I think I'm, I I um I, I think I have something there that I'd be kind of you know that like I I could enjoy working on yeah. like I could see myself doing it for a couple of years like that kind of thing like so and I think yeah I, I think I'm going to um just see how it goes next year like but hopefully yeah. like something something comes of it but uh I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what other people think about it. So yeah. I'm literally waiting on phone calls back now to see what happens. So it's exciting. <laughs> but then it's also nerve wracking at the same time because, mm-hmm. you know, you're expecting someone to go, yes, that's amazing. Yeah, I want to take on this yeah. book. But at the same time, like someone could turn around and tell you that it's shite. But you have to, um, you can't let that discourage you either. Do you know that kind of way? So that's the kind of difficult bit about it. But uh, I think, yeah, I'm going to edge more into a, uh, kids books now I think uh, it was probably a sign winning the, the award my first award for a kids book so yeah. I'm really kind of like super not superstitious like that but I'm very um, uh, I'm kind of like you know your man Torres the footballer yeah. he, he wears the, uh, the bandana around his head doesn't he Fernando he, Torres yeah 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 and he didn't take it off like for every match because he he wanted everything to be the same like I'm kind of the same with like this kind of stuff yeah uh, I don't want to jinx it and like so I'm kind yeah. of yeah I'm the same, like, I always have been kind of like, you know, be like that episode of Malcolm in the Middle when Hal keeps getting uh, strikes. Yeah. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. He, he's like, yeah. he's literally getting strikes and he, he's pulling up and down a zipper on his jeans and like doing everything yeah. the exact same way. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like, that is like literally what I do when I'm working on these things because I'm like, no, nothing can go wrong. <laughs> but like, yeah, I thought, yeah, I don't even know what I'd be doing half the time. Like, I'm just like, okay. So like, yeah. I'll do this. I'll do this. I, I wore those pajamas last year. I wear them again. Like I'm just saying to God, I'm a widow. 
But obviously, I mean, you spoke about your one Nikita. Is I also also as well. You were the winner of You Magazine's Thirty Under Thirty in two thousand seventeen for stand up. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen you do stand up, and it's like it's a hundred miles an hour. You start off and you get there, and once you get to that point, I think it's around you. You come in around two minutes. You get to a point, and it's just. It's just laughter non-stop until your set finishes. It's like... Ah, it depends. It depends on the gig. It depends on where it is now. But yeah, no, like no, it, no. It, it's... Uh, Anytime I've seen you, uh, I've seen you at... Um, shout out to David Gilner, Lightning Comedy. I've seen you in Swords. And I've seen you at the break. Up the parish. <laughs> up the parish. Up the parish. <laughs> with, with David Gilner. Um, and oh, you were just... <laughs> fucking hilariously. Oh, I love the gigs. Such a different. Like, how do you find stand up? Obviously, listen, I, I, I know you've told me that you're nervous, and it's that's. Oh, yeah. I think that's normal though for anyone yeah, to be nervous, but anyone. I think it's just. I, I really like it. Like, it feels like it's, it's funny because it feels like something that I probably like. When you think of someone who's autistic doing comedy, the two don't really go together. It's kind of like a monkey going on a skateboard. Like, it just you wouldn't <laughs> think that someone who's autistic would be able to get up on a stage and speak in yeah. front of people. I suppose. And in a weird kind of way, I love it because it, it's kind of like, it's a release for me. Because mm. I can just get all my words out because I just want to talk. I talk all day, every day. So it's just a way for me to kind of, uh, it's like a release. Like the way someone would go on a trampoline, that kind of same yeah. thing. Like it's, yeah, for me, it's kind of like a release. And it's like, then I get like an adrenaline rush after it. And I'm like, oh, that mm. was actually really fun. And, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's a, I go into like a little bubble when I'm on stage. I don't really notice what's going on around me. I don't pay attention to what's going on around me. So in that sense, it's been good. But um, I think it's definitely built up my confidence though in the last couple of years doing it. Like definitely. Yeah. It's something I didn't even think that I'd even fall into ever. Like, so that was another random thing to happen. So yeah, it's a, I just like to try that's something new all the time. That's achievement. It's 30 under 30. Oh yeah. No, I was delighted with that. Jeez, you should see me though. I, I'd never been to an award show before. That was the first award show I ever got invited to. Yeah. And I had like um, all my clothes and all laid out for it and um, got a spray tan the night before, but wasn't the tan gone off and didn't it turn green? So I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Um, so I was in the shower trying to scrub it all off and it wasn't coming off. I literally looked worse than Ross from Friends. Like it was like that, like it was that the exact shade, but like green. And uh, I was so bad. I literally went then the next night to the award show, managed to get it all off my legs. So I was going up to go like to collect the award. I wasn't expecting to go up then again either. Yeah. Went up, my legs are pale and like my face is just brown with the tan. Like it was hilarious. Like it was so funny. <laughs> oh, that was so nice though. That was that was a great night. <laughs> I had a good goodie bag too. That's that's the good thing about award shows. They have nice goodie bags. Goodie bags, yeah. Oh yeah. Free makeup <laughs> and all, yeah. Would say no to that. <laughs> um just on on a final note, obviously we you know your one Nikita has she's she's been going around since 2012. Started off with the, with the blogs and then the illustrations and then some sketch sketch videos as well. You, you did as as Nikita and the books came along and then 2018, your one Nikita comes to life in an animated series on the RTE player, uh, star studded cast. Jen Hatton, yourself, Enya Martin, Emma Kerwin, and some media who does impressions. Uh, but <laughs> oh yeah, that's that dope. <laughs> that dope. Um, like how was that? Must have been an unbelievable feeling for you as well to see to see your creation come to life. Ah, uh, absolutely, <clears throat> and it's just nice to kind of be able to work with it with like people that I really like as well. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, it's just nice working with like, <clears throat> the animate the animators like I know from other work like that we've worked yeah. on a few things together like so as soon yeah, as I got the opportunity I, I went straight to them yeah and uh, the same with um, the same way like um, like yourself like and you know like everyone else who involved like Emmett and all like everyone's so sound you know that kind of way yeah. so it was it was nice to actually walk around people for once because a lot of my work is done at home on my own yeah. like and I suppose the same for you so it's kind of it's nice to go into the studio and have <laughs> a bit of a laugh and record and it, it's yeah it's nice I really enjoy working on it now yeah I really enjoy it uh, it was it's it's brilliant and obviously we're on we're on season two now as well yeah waiting to finish the episodes yeah I love you COVID-19 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's the same with it with everything else oh yeah absolutely 
But yeah, there it is. It was a blast actually going in and, and recording there. I, th- I think you, you've tested me more than anyone in terms of me doing impressions. You've got me to do loads of new impressions constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get you to do. Yeah, you, you can do it all, Al. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's why we have you. You can do it all. Yeah, you're giving me confidence. From, from Ryan Tuberty to, 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 I was going to say, from <laughs> Ryan Tuberty to Eddie Man, I went from Ryan Tuberty to Kanye West, to Taylor, Taylor, yeah. It's like so different. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you do it, to be honest, because like, yeah, like, I can't even, like, I remember I had, I, I had a, an audition for a role and uh, I literally thought that I, I, I literally thought that I just had to, um, you know, do it in an Irish accent or a Dublin yeah. accent, but they told me to do a Liverpool accent and Jesus, a statement. I hope that video is now there. So it was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I it was the taste of, of what did. Oh no, it was like, <laughs> I can't even remember. It was like, uh, I got someone from Liverpool to send me a voice message in the exact same like words <laughs> that I had to say so I could practice it. And still then it was like, it was, I can't even remember. It was so bad. It was so funny. So bad. Brilliant. <laughs> Look, Aoife, it's been an absolute pleasure um, having you on. Thanks so oh, much you too. for coming on. I mean, it's, it's, so it's such an honour to work with you as well on your series and you know we've 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 done stand up together as well over the last few years and I mean your achievements are incredible I mean the, the between the three books the animated series I mean it's you know there's there's a lot more to come from you oh, I hope so <laughs> no pressure there hopefully I'm telling you there's a lot more to come from you Aoife you know, I'll save yourself, but hopefully now, like, yeah, that's yeah. You have to, you have to believe in yourself. I think. No, you so, do. Part of it, you have to. Absolutely. Look, you're a creative person. You're, you've a great work ethic. You're, you're a thinker as well. In, in a sense, you, you think. You, you're always thinking about what's the next step. What can I do next? What's, you know, what are people not doing that I could kind of, what's in, what's a niche market that I, could, that I could kind of capitalize on, you know. So I think the, the future, yeah. the future is most definitely bright for you, Aoife. And you're you're a lovely person as well. You know, you're a good. Oh, friend, so are you. A good friend. Of I, mine. I, 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 I'm glad you said that now because I feel the same <laughs> about you. And I had to say to you before I go that that like car ride. But remember, your dad collected us. Yeah. And he brought me to the. I mean, that was one of the nicest trips I've ever had. Stuck in traffic in my life. We had all the chats. <laughs> like, I, like I was only talking to Carl about this the other day. I'm glad you said that now because I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Eve, have a look. Take care, and um, yeah, yeah I'll hopefully, hopefully, you'll see you after this second thing is over. We get to record more episodes of your one Nikita and do more oh, stand up when absolutely it, uh, things come back to normal. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Ever light a candle and say a prayer. Hopefully, it'll be grand. <laughs> hopefully, sooner rather than later. Anyway, absolutely. Thanks, Eva. No worries. I'll. <laughs>